Country Line is brought to you by Grow Ace Fertilisers. It's amazing stuff. I'm Peter Duncan. Welcome to Country Line. There is a box, and there is outside that box. That's where dairy farmer Craig Volker is, outside the box, way outside the box. We're in the Tasmanian dairy region of Punter's Arch, the softly spoken fourth generation dairyman pours himself another glass of milk from the jug which has been sitting on the table since 4 a.m. this morning. No, I'm fine, but thanks for the offer. Is this some of your milk? Right, so it is your milk then? Does it usually have that purplish tinge to it? Um, yes, I guess that would be correct. In the razor-thin margins of dairy farming, Craig has thought beyond the usual milk supply agreements to generate an income. His farm could be best described as ramshackle, with parts of semi-completed projects jutting out all over the place. He asks me to stand still prior to entering a paddock so he can absorb the energy of the field. Right, so you've replaced all your water troughs with bird baths. Has that achieved whatever you hoped it would? I'm assuming so. The bird baths are just one of the innovative, holistic strategies Craig has adopted since discovering what he calls his deeper awareness seven years ago. The range of dairy-related value-added products is astonishing. There is onion custard, a cheese-based massage cream, and a big winner within the closed community sector, Waterbirth bath milk. Mm. 
Craig says his dairy-based skincare products are very popular in dry areas. He says he sends a large order every month to a young governess on a property east of Alice Springs. In his trademark single gumboot on one foot and a reef sandal on the other, over the top of a sock, Craig guides me through his collection of metal lattice chairs, past an enormous aviary which contains both birds and what appears to be a baby camel, into the heart of the property. Uh, so this is the dairy then? Yep, oh, so that's not something you would see on the average dairy farm. <laughs> Before me is a fairly standard milking setup, complete with stainless steel milking machines and vats. What makes this different is the series of people standing beside each cow, massaging the beasts while wearing hand-woven woolen mittens as they collectively hum a distinct tone. It could possibly be E minor. Craig says the technique, which he developed, helps deliver higher quality milk and a more aura-enriching product. Okay, can we get a bit of a closer look to see what... Okay, so we'll, we'll, just, we'll just stay here. Craig doesn't allow us to actually enter the milking quarters as he's afraid our audio equipment will interfere with the cattle's audio transvapancy, as he puts it. Some might scoff at Craig's methods, but they are paying off. He has won several prizes for his non-adulterated double-fat cream at the Quarter Hemisphere Alternative Dairying Methods and Symbiotic Farming Awards held in Amsterdam each year. I expect what Craig is about to show me is a silage pit, although I'm unsure as he's digging with a shovel that has a handle made from what appears to be chicken bones taped together. Uh, so, what have we got? Uh, so I, right, so it's not a silage pit, but in fact a buried hoard of old toasters, which he says he is of the belief that the heating elements within the toasters will positively charge the soil's ions, increasing grass production. He says he has the research documentation to prove it, but he's not sure which floppy disk he has it saved on. Have you ever considered increasing the nitrogen in your soil through a high-quality fertiliser product, perhaps something like Growace Fertilisers? I'll take that as a no. While his creative thinking has helped provide new income streams for the business, times have still been tough, forcing Craig to utilise other feed methods from other local producers. For the past six years, he has been supplementary feeding the herd with processed byproducts from neighbours on either side of his property. One is an industrial hemp facility and the other, a poppy farm. Craig, do you worry about the possible side effects or risks of utilising the feed sources you have from these other farms? Oh, sure, you're going to lie down with one leg raised to answer this question. Oh, all right then. Okay, 
could you tell me then why that particular cow over there is walking backwards with another cow lying on its back? Right, and, and I've noticed a few of the mob sneeze fairly violently, shooting out milk from every orifice. Should that be? At this point, Craig asks me to start addressing him as the Earl of Vapour, or just as Your Honour, I think. He's placed a metal kitchen colander on his head and begun to play a small recorder of sorts, taken from his overalls as we make our way back to his homestead. There is no front door on Craig's house. He's had it bricked up in accordance with Nordic mythology, which suggests a front door invites unwelcome spirits. Instead, we enter through the side of the house, where there is no door. In fact, there is no wall at all. It's entirely exposed to the elements, this time on advice from a German long-range weather forecaster that believes in allowing the elements to become part of the household. All clocks in the house are placed at ground level. There are no tiles on the bathroom floor, just a thick, loose covering of seashells that he smuggled from a local beach. There was no mystic element to this, though. It was just something he saw on grand designs but struggled to replicate. smeared yourself with molasses. No, no, that's fine. I'll just see myself out. 